Hey, Evangel family, Pastor Chris here. I just want to welcome you to Evangel Online, right from your home or where you're at watching this. We are so thankful that you're joining us for church today. You know, it's been a beautiful time of calling upon the Lord in worship and spending these moments together. I look forward to it each week. I know it feels a lot different. I know that church might seem different than it has been maybe for your entire life, but in this season, I know the Lord wants to do something so special in our hearts and in our lives. My prayer today is that as we look to God's word, that we're going to be able to find encouragement because we are truly living in an unprecedented time. And I feel more than anything, the Lord wants to encourage us and show us how we could find hope in the midst of this season and even the challenges that we're walking through. And so right now, right where you're at, would you just stand to your feet with me and let's just pray and just invite the presence of the Lord to be with us, to fill our homes and to touch our families and to give us a a word that's in season. Come on, right where you're at, just stand to your feet and let's just lift our hands before the Lord. Maybe if you're near one of your family members, you could take them by the hand and let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you're here, that you're with us, Lord God, that wherever we gather in your presence and call upon your name, you promise, Lord, to be here. But Lord, we also know that you are ever-present help in time of need. And Lord, we need you at this hour, Lord, to meet us, to touch us, to heal our land, to sustain us, Lord, through the challenges of this season and this pandemic. Lord, we can't get through it without you. But Lord, I pray that we wouldn't just survive, Lord, but that you would revive us and that you would strengthen us and that, Lord God, in the midst of this, we would find new strength, new power, new encouragement for this day, Lord, and for those around us. So uh, breathe upon this word, Lord God. Touch us today and speak to us, we pray in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much, church. We're going to go into God's word today, and I want to look at a few passages of scripture, but the real theme that I want to get to is how we can remain connected to God to receive encouragement at this hour that although we are distanced from one another, we don't need to be disconnected. Come on, would you say that with me? We're distanced, but not disconnected. That's going to be the goal, because right now, as we are the church scattered, The Lord wants to do a work to make sure that we can connect and experience what he has envisioned for his people. And so if you'll um, just turn to a few passages of scripture with me today, we're going to start in 1 Samuel chapter 30. In 1 Samuel chapter 30, we come to a point of crisis where David, who is ultimately God's anointed king over Israel, we find in the Old Testament, and uh, really the, the king that God said is, was the greatest king to serve uh, in that time and in the Old Testament, King David, the man after God's own heart, uh, just because he was uh, so anointed and experienced so many incredible blessings didn't mean that he didn't go through crisis and challenge. And we can draw strength from that and that knowledge and that understanding. Well, King David found himself in quite a challenge, quite a point of crisis. And it had come at the point where he had been overcome and his enemies, the enemies of God had overtaken them and uh, they had lost many lives and uh, others had been captured and taken away, even members of David's own family. And look what it says here in 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 4. It says, So David and his men wept aloud until they had no strength left to weep. You know, I read this verse today and this week and And I really have thought about so many people that have been experiencing loss and trials and families. Maybe you've wept to the point where you don't have any strength left to weep. Maybe you know exactly 
what this feels like. Maybe you're a healthcare worker today and, and, and you feel so drained of energy. Maybe you're on the front lines and, and you're feeling the pressure of this moment and this season and you've cried all the tears you have and you just feel like you have no strength. I really believe God has a word for you today to encourage you and to strengthen you and to help you know you are not alone. And so this is where David found himself. And I think it's such a, a prime example of what we might be feeling and experiencing today. Parents, where you are uh, working uh, from home around the clock and you have young children, you're trying to homeschool them and, and you're feeling just a drain as we are now uh, several weeks into this pandemic and this, this sense of normal that we're trying to find in the midst of the challenges and the abnormality of this season. So this is what David, where he found himself. And when we look to God's word, we find something happened for him. It says this in verse six, David was greatly distressed because it got so bad for him that the men were actually talking about stoning him. Each one was bitter in spirit because of his sons and daughters. They had lost lives and others had been carried away. So they were bitter. You know, I think there's moments in times of crisis where two things can happen. We can become bitter or we can become better. And I want you to know, I, I've made a decision in my heart and for my family and my prayers for our church that we will be better through this season in adversity, not bitter. And how can that happen is if we look to the Lord. Look what it says here. The men around David were bitter, but what happened for David? David found strength in the Lord his God. You know, if you look back in the King James Version, it says this, that David encouraged himself in the Lord. I want you to know today, if you feel you have no strength left, if you feel you've cried all the tears you could cry, if you feel that you're just worn out and overcome, if you feel you're becoming bitter in your very spirit and you're taking it out on others, you can find strength in the Lord your God. You can learn what it means to encourage yourself in the Lord. You know, it's so important because the Lord wants to encourage us today. When we look through his word, the word encouragement shows up over and over and over again. It's an attribute of what God wants to do for his children, for his sons and daughters, for his people. And there's a few ways that God encourages us. And that's what I want to explore today is how we can be encouraged in the Lord. How does the Lord encourage us? Well, as we look here, one of the first ways that God will encourage us is we are encouraged by God's presence. His very presence can come and encourage us at our point of need. We find it in the passage of scripture I talked about during our prayer meeting uh, this past Wednesday night, whereas Jesus was so discouraged and so overcome praying in the garden of Gethsemane before he died on the cross. And it says then the angel of the Lord came and strengthened him, encouraged him, lifted him up, sustained him. The Lord by his very presence can do that. He can become our strength when we don't have it. I think of Psalm 73 verse 26 where it says my flesh and my heart may fail but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever that's the promise of God he desires by his presence to strengthen us and so even at an hour like today, even in our moments of feeling worn out and tired and bitter, if we call upon the Lord, if we look to him, if we lift our face to him, he can pour out his presence to encourage us, to strengthen us, and to lift us up. Aren't you thankful today that he is the lifter of our head? That although we might feel broken, the Lord draws near to us and promises to encourage us and to sustain us through those kinds of seasons. So we're encouraged 
encouraged by God's presence. You know, as we look in the Psalms, we find a lot of raw emotion. David wrote many of the Psalms, but others did as well. And as we come to Psalm 42, we see this statement, this kind of internal dialogue. And maybe this is the way that you've been talking. And I feel that there's a a word of encouragement here for you. It says this, Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my Savior and my God. Now I am deeply discouraged, but, come on, say it with me, but I will remember you. So the first way God will encourage us is we're encouraged by his presence, by the Lord drawing near to us and strengthening us. But another way that you and I can be encouraged in the Lord in a season like this is by God's promises, by looking to his word and looking to what God has declared and what he has spoken. What the psalmist says in Psalm 42 is, although I'm discouraged and my heart is sad, I hope in God because I trust in God's promises that although I'm discouraged, I will remember you. Come on, would you just say this with me? I will remember the Lord. Come on, say it to the person near you. I will Remember the Lord. The Lord is good. Amen. And so we want to remember him and we want to look to him at this time. And when we do that, we find this powerful reality in God's word, this word hope that we've been talking about so much. You know, we have boxes of hope, but I want you to know this theme of hope goes so much deeper than just the boxes or, or the care packages or the way we're serving medical professionals. This word hope is such a deep-rooted biblical concept that is meant to identify the people of God. And I'm so excited that starting next week, we are going to begin a brand new series here at Evangel Church called Hope Rising. And it's gonna talk about what it means when God's word speaks to the idea of hope and how we can find hope in God. And so during these weeks of this series, we want to encourage you to make the most of it. We're creating small group curriculum. We're creating opportunities for you to connect and go deeper. And each week, we're going to study a passage of scripture that talks about the hope we find in God and the hope that many can find in him during this season. We pray that it's going to encourage you. It's going to strengthen you. It's going to help you grow in your relationship with Jesus. But also, it's going to be a reflection to this world and that many will come Come to know Jesus through this series, Hope Rising. So I want to encourage you to be a part of that. I want you to encourage you to lean in and make the most of it because we will hope in the Lord and remember his goodness. If you'll turn with me now to Hebrews chapter 10, that's in the New Testament. I want to kind of continue on this thread of how we find our encouragement in the Lord. We find it through his presence, and then we find it through his promises. Look what it says here in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23. It says, Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to do what? To keep his promise. We're encouraged by God's promises. And as we look to the Lord, and as we draw strength from him, we can find that encouragement that's there. You know, I know it right now it can be difficult because when we are alone by ourselves, a lot of things can set in. We can feel hopeless and we can feel alone and we can feel isolated. And I want you, that's not the way God intended for us to be. If you'll continue to read in Hebrews chapter, 20, uh, chapter 10, verses 23 through 25, it says this, Let us think of ways we can motivate one another 
to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now. Say that with me. Especially now, as the day of his return is drawing near. So there's a few things we've just read in this passage of Scripture in these three verses. Hold on to the hope that you have. Because God's faithful to keep his promise. So be encouraged by God's promise. When you do that, hope rises in your heart and in your life and you take hold of it. Then let us think about how we can motivate each other, encourage each other to continue to do good things that God has placed before us, to continue on in the race. You know, it says in Hebrews chapter 12, since you're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, you know, you can be motivated to continue on in the race that's before you. Well, in the age of social distancing and stay-at-home orders, it's hard to be surrounded by anyone because if you're surrounded, that's not, that's not the point of this season. In fact, this season has really created such a distancing and an unfortunate byproduct of that is isolation. And I want you to know, God does not want you to be disconnected from him or disconnected from his people during this time. And I'm just so thankful that we here at Evangel have some amazing ways that you don't have to be alone. You can be distanced, but not disconnected through this season. So we're encouraged by God's presence and his promises. But you want to know one of the amazing things that God created in the church was that we are to be encouraged by God's people. His, his presence, his promises, and his people. Church, we need each other. Especially now. What does it say in Hebrews chapter 10? Let us not neglect our meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. Pastor, what are you doing? Are we going to go rogue and just say we're going to keep meeting we're going to get back in that church building doesn't matter what the government says no I'm not saying that at all what I'm saying is that although we might have to be distanced we don't have to be disconnected through technology through some amazing things that we've been putting together here at Evangel we've created a way that we can connect and fulfill what God's word calls us to at this hour to not neglect our meeting together, but to find encouragement from God's people by connecting to one another. And I'm so thankful that the way that happens is through technology, through your phone, through your computer, through your tablet, whatever you have. We have set up online small group communities that you can jump in and be a part of, and you can truly experience what it means to do life together. And I know for some, you've never been a part of one of our groups, and you wonder what that could really feel like and today I have a treat for you because I want to bring you right in to a group and I want to actually jump in at this moment and just show you what it feels like to be a part of an online community and so jump in with me and just join me for a few moments as we spend a few moments understanding what it could be like to be a part of one of our online small groups all right here we go well hey everyone welcome hey. thank you how you doing thanks so much for joining me for this it's so important to uh to just be able to spend this time together and encourage each other. And so I'd, I'd love to just hear, I guess, as we jump in, what has, uh, what has really stood out to you so far in the message? What's encouraged you or what has the Lord really been showing you? You know, you know I really liked the, the passage from Hebrews because it really spoke to the, the need to really stay connected. It would be very easy for us to just say, hey, you know, uh, we can't meet in person, so let's just wait till we can go back to that. But doing this online has been great. And so I think it, that, that was really encouraging to hear. 
Yeah, I think that's awesome, Pastor Roy. And you've really been championing all of our life groups online. And I know it's felt a little different, but once we jump in, it just feels so natural. I feel it does. a connection with each other. So that's great. Anyone else? I was just going to say the same thing. Like, isn't it just so awesome how God's provided this technology that even though we can't be in the building as much as we love it, we can still gather together and see each other's faces and be encouraged and, you know, share the word together. It's so awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Great. yeah. yeah anything yeah. else stand out there? Yeah, no, I, I agree with both what uh, Drew and Pastor Roy said and, and just, you know, this time to be able to get together. Uh, as far as encouraging, in fact, I wrote it down here, uh, you know, the, the, the presence of the Lord, his promises and his people. Uh, I think that's just so encouraging. I totally understand that, totally agree with that. And, and just to be able to remember what the Lord has done, to be encouraged by others uh, and to spend time in his presence. Uh, you, you know, one of the passages I, I'm thinking of, and I think it's in First Peter, if I'm not mistaken, you know, cast all of your anxieties on, on, on the Lord because he cares for you. I mean, that just really synopsizes it for me. Uh, so Amen. appreciative. Awesome. Yeah, I was just talking with one of our leaders uh, that wasn't feeling too well. And I talked to them last night and, and they just really shared with me, you know, hey, I, I understand I live alone. I understand what it means to be alone. But when I'm alone and I'm not feeling well, man, the, the feelings of isolation and, and really hopelessness set in fast. And that's why I, I shared with him, I said, it's so important. We got to be able to get together and spend time because I leave moments like this, just like connecting with, with you all so encouraged and thank God for technology uh, to be able to just dial in and do this. We can do it from our phones or our tablets or even uh, our computers. And so I'm really thankful that we could, uh, we could do that and we could find encouragement. I know it's a little different right in the middle of a sermon. Yeah. In fact, I, uh, you know, I need to get back to the message because everyone's going to be waiting to, to hear what's next in the sermon. So thank you all so much. God bless you. Love you each. Right. And I look forward to coming. Right. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. There we have it. What an encouraging time as we look to God's word and we look to his promises. You can even see how we're encouraged, not just by the ways that God is encouraging us, but how we can encourage one another in our walks with the Lord. That's just a small glimpse. And I want you to know when it comes to our online community, our online life groups that we're creating, they're for you wherever you might find yourself in this journey. You know, it says in God's word that we need to encourage one another. It says it over and over again in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 18. It says, therefore, encourage one another with these words. There are words from the scriptures that as we take heart in them and as we are encouraged with them, we now are meant to encourage others. And there are many people that are walking through challenges at this season. There are many people that are going through adversity and trials of many kinds. There are many people trying to learn to balance a lot of new realities. And what we can do is we can encourage one another with the words that the Lord is giving to us. We can also build each other up. It says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11, Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. You know, I know for my wife and I, one of those areas is in us trying to find that balance of life and that balance of working and teaching our children and uh, navigating this new normal for this season. But we're not the only ones going through that. There are many of you that are going through something just like that. How amazing could it be to be a part of a group, a community online, where you're able to share that part of your journey together? I'm going to show you real quick. Just bear with me. Let's learn what that could even look like. Join me one more time and let's jump in and see what that can be all about. Well, hey, everyone. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm Andy. You see Hi. our church. You're at home with the little ones. 
And we have uh, Aviri and Eric and Corey and Tracy uh, Jones. We're glad to all be together. And we are all in the same boat right now, I know, because we all are learning to balance working and homeschooling our kids. And I know our kids are at different ages and stages, but why don't you just give us a little bit of a glimpse. Uh, Mandy and I would love to know, and I'm sure many others that are in the same boat would love to know, how's it going? What, what are you seeing and experiencing, uh, Aviri and Eric? Well, we're home. We're in a, we live in a very small apartment, so therefore there's not very many walls separating us. So we get up in the morning and we just, we just what the rhythm is, is all right, get your computer out. Okay, let's start breakfast. Okay, let's go on. All right, I'm going to do this and Eric, and I'll be like, love, because I never call him by Eric. So I was like, love, go, you can start this. And then I'll tell Juliet to come and ask me when she, or tell me when she's done with something. And timers are everything in our house right now. And like two minute timer, 30 second timer, timer, timer. And then, um, and then if, if I'm just feeling something, I'll just send a text out to Mandy and, and then she'll respond to me. Then we'll laugh. And I feel like I had some connection with somebody that's not in the house. And, so, and then Eric's working back and forth with the church. So if he's not here, I'll text him, see, let him know what's going on. And then, you know, every day is different. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. And that the, the main focus at the end of the day is how will I, my husband and Juliet feel that this time of quarantine or isolation, how did we feel through it? What were we gonna remember? And that we have no control and that overall, God is the center of everything right now. Like yep. we, list, we hear the news, we hear all these social media things, but at the end of the day, we know that God wins. Amen. Yeah. You know? And sometimes it's just being flexible throughout the day. I love how you have the timer. Um, but, you know, sometimes we just have to be flexible because life happens and we don't know exactly what's going to pop up. But, you know, keeping a positive attitude and just being really comfortable with each other at the end of the day. And like you said, talking about your feelings and what you guys got out of the day, I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I know that Mandy, you know, you've been able to encourage some of the ladies and being able to have some of that community. And I know Corey and I have caught up and I've been able to see Eric, but I'm, I'm so thankful that in the midst of this, we're not alone. We do have each other, right, Mandy? Oh, absolutely. I think every day I'm texting someone or I'm posting something just, just to have that social interaction um, to help you also feel that like, okay, what I'm feeling is normal, that other people are also feeling the same as me. So I'm not, I'm not feeling crazy if, if, you know, I'm like, is it, I, I got a bunch of moms too that I'm texting from Lily's um, kindergarten class. So, you know, I'm like, is your kid doing this or, you know, should we be doing this or is this the homework or not the homework or, you know, so it's just good to have that community where you can be reaching out. Um, even if it's just funny, I, I, I have found that humor has helped as well. Um, <laughs> so any, anything funny, um, you know, that, you know, I send little, little things to, you know, uh, people in my circle here just to kind of lift everyone's spirits um, and, to, and to keep us uh, on a positive note. I think looking at the more positive things, um, you know, Chris and I, our, we have a saying, you know, sometimes when things are bad, you know, that happen, sometimes they can be the best, worst thing. Because as Avira, you were saying, 
you know, how are our kids going to remember this time? And mommy and daddy might remember, yeah, that was when like we couldn't find milk at the store, toilet paper, and we're stuck in our house. But our kids will probably remember this as, oh, that was when mommy and daddy like played with me all the time. And, and when they, um, you know, we, we ate outside every night and we did all these special fun activities. So I think that um, we have to be looking at the positive things and really, you know, what is, how can this be used for the glory of God? Yeah, I think that's good. And I want you to know, you know, parents and all the other parents that are engaging in our services and watching, we're not alone. We have each other. And I love that we can encourage each other. And even if it's for a few moments, just spend a few of these moments together pouring into each other. So uh, I got to get back to my message because if not, we could talk for hours. So I look forward to us doing this again soon. And, uh, and we love you. And we're praying for you and all the parents that are in this boat at this time. So see you all later. Okay. Thanks. Bye. 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 And so you'll see, that's, that's amazing to understand how there are so many similarities in what we're walking through. And just by spending some time together, sharing what we're walking through, we can actually build each other up and fulfill what God's word calls us to. You know, there's so many one another commands in the scriptures, so many things the Lord calls us to do, and that we need one another. We need to lean on one another, to encourage one another, to pray for one another. It says in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 13, it says, but encourage one another, how often? Daily. As often as it is called today, it says, so that no one may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. I want you to know one of the greatest schemes of the enemy of your soul is to try to divide us and then conquer us, to isolate us so that we're vulnerable and that we feel alone and afraid. And I want you to know the Lord is working, even through technology, to allow us to connect and to encourage each other and to lift one another up as often as we're able to. You know, there are many people that are on the front lines that need that encouragement. Many people that are depleted and feeling defeated, even at an hour like today, that are seeing the magnitude of the challenges. I'm reminded in the book of Acts, where the believers had gone up against such incredible persecution. In fact, they were put in prison. And in Acts chapter 16, verse 40, it says that when Paul and Silas were let out of prison, what did they do? They went to someone's house named Lydia. And they met with the brothers and sisters and they encouraged them and then they left. Even in the midst of their trials, they, they made it their priority to encourage one another. And that's a key part of the attribute of the early church. It's the church that Jesus founded and created is a church full of people where we gather together in whatever way we can and encourage one another as we walk through this season. You know, one of those that I feel is in need of most encouragement are those that are on the front lines. And I'm, the final time I want to spend together today is I want to get together with some that are serving on the front lines that we can find ways to encourage each other and encourage them. So join me one more time. All right. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Hi, Hi, Pastor Chris. Hi. Hi, Pastor Chris. Hi, church. Hi, church. Hi, church. You are our, our frontline heroes. You are our medical professionals, and I know each of you work in different areas. Glory with seniors and Jackie uh, right in the thick of the hospital, as well as you, Iris, in a, uh, what's now become a COVID unit. Um, but we wanted to take a few minutes today just to encourage uh, one another and really also to encourage you and hear from you about what's going on. So if you wouldn't mind, if you could each just take a little time and share with us, what are you seeing? What are you experiencing? And maybe how can we pray for you as you're on the front lines? Uh, Glory, why don't you share with us? Um, so being in the nursing homes um, and rehab facility, um, I just see 
the hardest part is just all the deaths that are occurring. Um, working there, working there for so long, it's usually, you know, um, death, you know, once every couple months. And now it's just a routine thing. And just to see the patients um, deteriorate, the ones that I've seen for so long that have done so wonderful, and now they've, they've passed and gone, the virus is just really taking over. It's really affecting them a lot. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, that could be overwhelming. Yeah. Uh, Jackie, what are you seeing on your side? Well, um, helping to distribute masks to everyone, PPE equipment to everyone, and um, just seeing the face of the staff coming in, some of them battle-worn, but a lot of them encouraged, um, just making sure that we encourage each one of them and to lift them up, build them up, um, so that everyone does the job that they're doing, which is a great job that they're doing. So I'm seeing a lot of opportunities also to be able to minister to people, to pray with people, to laugh, to joke, just to lift everyone up, encourage them, which is a wonderful thing. And I also get a chance to stream into the service on Sunday. And yeah. uh, some of my uh, fellow coworkers have wanted to sit with me and watch the service. So that's a great thing too. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we've seen you say hello on our church online. And how about for you, Iris? What are you seeing? I know your unit has recently changed and become a COVID unit. Yeah, so um, I'm an assistant nurse manager, uh, was a 42-bed cardiac unit. Now it is a 50-bed COVID unit. And what I'm experiencing every day is I'm like driving into work, going into battle, mm -hmm. just going into work, gearing up, getting ready, um, seeing a lot of deaths. Like Lori said, we usually see like one death every three months. Now it's one to three every day, um, which is, it's really difficult. But on the um, positive side, you know, I've had a great opportunity to be praying with my staff. Every morning we have a huddle and I try to share a short little devotional and pray with them and encourage them and, and tell them that, you know, God is on your side. You're not alone because, you know, the staff really struggle with fear, anxiety, working in such stressful conditions. Um, you know, they're fearful for their own health and life, but also of their patients. So it's been very difficult. Yeah. And I, w I want you to know, we've been praying for you, as many of you know, in the prayer meeting. But uh, you're on the front lines, and we just continue to lift you up and all those that you're working with. In fact, we shared recently uh, with our staff, and we're now making it known to everyone, uh, that we are beginning a prayer hotline specifically for healthcare workers and for doctors and nurses so that we can minister to them at this time of need. And we've talked to at least one uh, president and CEO of a hospital that is totally uh, excited because she knows how desperately uh, her her team needs prayer, and I know many others do. So we want you to know that's available to you, but also to anyone that you come in contact with that would need that kind of encouragement and prayer. We're going to stand by ready to minister in any way that we can. So uh, we love you, and we, we know uh, that God has you right where you are for such a time as this, and we're going to pray God's protection over you. In fact, church family, as you're watching this, and I know you're tuning in online, would you just show some love to all of our medical professionals? And we're going to lift them in prayer right now. And so church family, would you, wherever you are, stand to your feet, extend your hands to heaven, and let's cry out right now and just pray for our medical professionals, especially our three sisters and their families that are here on this call right now. But come on, let's just pray and lift our voice to heaven. Jesus, we thank you for those, Lord God, who self 
uh, sacrificially are willing to place themselves, Lord God, are right at the front lines to minister, to care, to show uh, your love, Lord, in a tangible way, to use the gifting that you've placed within them, Lord, to make a difference. And so, Lord, I pray your hand of protection upon them. I pray your grace over them. I pray you continue to sustain them through this season. Be the lifter of their head, the encourager of their hearts, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord, that you're going to continue to lead them through. Just as Iris said, Lord, as they walk in, Lord, would they be suited up, Lord God, with your full armor, we pray, to protect them from anything, Lord God. We pray you'd extend your hand over all those on the front lines at this hour. Encourage their hearts and protect their homes, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 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 We love you guys on behalf of your church family. And I'm so thankful that we could get together, not just to uh, be encouraged, but to encourage one another. And I know that you uh, three already do that for one another, but we just want to continue to see that happen. So God bless you. We love you. I got to get back to my message. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pastor Chris. Love you, church. Pastor Chris. Love you, church. Thank you. Everybody. Amen, church. I want to thank you so much again just for joining us and for being a part of this time and really getting a glimpse of what online life groups can be all about. You can see that it's a time where we can dig into God's word and encourage ourselves in the Lord and encourage one another as we study his word. It's a time where we can share life together and understand the same journeys that many of us are walking through. And it's a place where if we're going through trials and difficulties, we can lift one another up, we can pray for one another, and we can be strengthened as God's people by that way of coming together in community. I want to give you an opportunity today as we end our service to get involved in community. You're going to see a link below in the chat here on the screen. Go there, get connected in community, find the best places that you could get connected, and we'll give you all the options as we're launching groups going into this upcoming week. So please take a step. You may have never done it before. Don't be intimidated because God wants to do so much in us and through us. And today as we end our service, we're going to be doing something new starting this week where we are opening up our online prayer rooms to make it available for you to jump in and to pray with someone else. Again, we said we need one another. And if you need that encouragement today, our prayer team, our leaders and our staff are waiting by. So go right to the link that you see there for the prayer room, jump in and you're going to be connected with someone that can pray with you, that can encourage you in the Lord and that can help you find strength in him at this season. Come on, bow your heads with me today and let's go before the Lord. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much that you're with us. We thank you that you love us. We thank you that you lift our heads and you encourage us. And today, Lord, we need you. We need the encouragement that can come from you. So right now, as your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed, maybe you don't have a relationship with God. Maybe you're far from him at this moment. I want to give you the opportunity to find the greatest encouragement you could ever find by beginning a brand new relationship with Jesus Christ. The way that you can do that is you can confess your sins to him. All of us have sinned. All of us have broken God's law. The Bible says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus. That's the ultimate encouragement we could ever find. And so right now, if you need God, if you're ready to begin a brand new relationship with him and call upon Jesus, pray this prayer with me. Pray right where you are. Call on the Lord. Pray, Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my life to forgive me of my sins that have separated me from you. I believe that you died and that you rose again for me. Today, I turn my life 
away from all of that, of my sin and my brokenness, and I turn to you, and I will follow you all the days of my life. In your name we pray, amen and amen. Let me pray for you and all of us today. Lord Jesus, I thank you for those that made that decision. I thank you for those that are finding encouragement in you. I thank you for those, Lord God, that are realizing at this hour, Lord, you've created us for community, that you desire to encourage us by your presence, Lord God, by your promises, and even by your people. And as we lean in, Lord God, lead and guide us forward, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Church family, come on, let's just take a moment and just praise the Lord for his goodness, for his encouragement. If you made that decision today to follow Jesus, please click the link or text us the word Jesus at 908-325-5163. And church family, let's all get connected in this season and make the most of what God wants to do in our lives. Click the link to get involved in one of our virtual online life groups. And we're gonna look forward to all that God has in store. I love you, church family. On behalf of Mandy, myself, all your pastors and staff, we are so honored that we get the opportunity to spend this time with you. We love you and please reach out if there's anything we can do to serve you at this time. God bless you and have a great week.